is most appropriate for you as you are tuning into my show. Welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. I am just so excited about another day. What day? A special day? A special occasion? Nope. It is simply the day that the Lord has made and I and rejoicing and I'm glad in it and I hope that you are this morning as well what does it mean to rejoice well it means that you are exalting something or someone that you are rejoicing over it means to be exhilarated with lively and pleasurable sensations and it also says to do so in a high degree now do we always feel like that no do we always feel like rejoicing and being joyful when we're not really feeling it in our hearts no we don't when we're dealing with circumstances and situations and you know we're just doing this thing called life that can get pretty complicated no we don't but i also found uh verses in the bible that say things like rejoice in the lord all way and again i say rejoice it tells us to rejoice in all things to give thanks in all things so what that actually means is that everything is not always going to be good everything is not always going to be gravy as we used to say back in philadelphia <laughs> You will have some trying times. You will have some disappointing days. You will have some dismal days. I've experienced it all. And I mean for many years and for many seasons of my life. So I definitely know what I'm talking about and the reason why Although I'm not doing it as frequently because of some of the changes in my life and some things that I am currently working on, I sign on and I podcast because I am trying to encourage others in this thing, even while sometimes going through my own self. I learned, like King David said in the word, to encourage myself in the Lord. And so that does not mean that it's always going to be good. But the word of God says all things work together for the good 
and most people stop right there, but it goes on to say of them that love the Lord. And I know I do. I hope you do. And are a, the called according to his purpose. So that's my word of encouragement this morning. Um, before I talk about this topic, I'm going to be pretty brief with, I'm about to do um, some lessons with my son. Today is actually Wednesday and it is our Christian study day. He's uh, doing something on his own right now, but I have to join in because we have to have a dialogue and discussion about some uh, passages of scripture that we are currently studying and all of that good stuff. But a brand new day can be heard on Anchor, Spotify, Deezer, Breaker, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Radio Public, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, CastBox, Amazon, and also Spreaker. The second show that I had for a while, Reset Today with Stephanie J, can still be heard on some of these same platforms, but it's been cut down to just a few episodes. But if you're interested in hearing those episodes, you can just simply type Reset Today with Stephanie J on YouTube and it will bring up a list and they're mainly cut down one episode, maybe in three parts or whatever, but it's still titled. Anyway, still some uh, good encouragement and information in those. I don't think about it often, but once in a while I will go and pull it up and I'm still being encouraged by it. So, um, just want to talk a little bit about a topic that I think is very important and it's stemming from uh, a lesson that uh, my son ended up getting, it wasn't a formal lesson. He is a homeschool student, as I've made known many times uh, throughout these recordings. But as his teacher and also as his mom, I try to turn everything into a teachable moment. And he's such a curious child. He has questions and he wants to know things. And, you know, he likes to talk. He's like his father. They're both loquacious. They They talk a lot. And so we learned very early to turn these into, you know, positive messages and lessons. And I was so excited to see that it is still working with him that I told him, I, you know, I think I want to talk about that a little bit. And so I want to talk about honesty and integrity. In other words, as I told him, hi, <laughs> Oh, and I'm sure he would want me to mention this if he were here. Uh, he would want to talk about his new little pets. This is the first time. See, I didn't grow up with pets. I'm not from a pet family. We didn't have dogs or cats, thank the Lord, because I, I, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm not a pet person. Let's just say it like that. Um, I've been around other people's pets and um, yeah, oh, we never had fish or anything like that. I did many years ago buy my children a uh, fish tank and it didn't last very long because they weren't very interested in, you know, keeping it up the way that it was supposed to. But anyway, uh, last year, my husband bought a Christian in aquarium and it was supposed to be for his birthday, but then he got him so much other stuff. And then he said, well, I think I'll hold the aquarium till Christmas and he got it. And then he went and bought him all the stuff that 
goals in it and all that. And we were kind of lapsed about, you know, getting it set up, getting the water and temperature and all of that. And so we finally got everything straightened out. And he now has two guppy fish and he is just enjoying <laughs> watching and feeding and taking care of these fish. And he only wanted two. He said in front of the, um, you know, the salesperson that was helping us, you know, I was like, well, why don't you go ahead? They have like buy four, get the fifth one free. And I said, well, you can do that if you want. And he said, no, he said, mommy, I'm a novice at taking care of fish. He said, so I don't want to kill five fish. He said, I don't want to kill two. He said, but I'd rather learn how to take care of these two first and then get, you know, the rest later. And she said, oh, so I said, you know, that makes perfect sense. And so he has two male guppies and he's laughing because when I go in his room, I find myself talking to them, <laughs> acknowledging that these little teeny presences are around. I say, hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Up here. <laughs> he is just enjoying it and it's good you know it's a good you know change in his little atmosphere and environment and of course we know all of the you know it gives people responsibilities and things like that so it's going good it's going good so now let me go to the incident that happened um yesterday i stopped at uh, the Dollar Tree, uh, two days ago, I needed some, oh my goodness. One more thing. <laughs> one more thing. I treated myself and this ties into why I had to go get these lithium batteries. I decided this year that I wanted to treat myself to something, um, a little different for mother's day. Now I don't usually, I don't usually make a big deal, um, usually it's a day where I pamper myself, like my birthday and other occasions or on no occasion, you know, I just take time out to pamper myself and every holiday, pretty much, especially these last few years, my husband and son, they have this stealth detective thing that they like to do when it comes to holidays, birthdays, you know, our anniversary or anything like that. They get together and they start talking and making plans. And, you know, his father will ask him, well, what, what, what do you want to get? What do you want me to get for your mom or uh, things like that? And I'll know when they're discussing something because they start whispering or they start getting quiet or they'll go in a room and they'll close the door. And then I'll hear stuff like, hey, don't don't come upstairs right now, you know, or or now I'm being told with my son. He's like, don't go in my closet for anything, mom. You're going to ruin my surprise. So we went out um, last week and he bought me two gifts out of his own money. And um, his dad went and bought something, whatever they were discussing, and he gave it to him to put away. And so he's like, and I'm, I'm working on something that I'm doing for you. You know, you just can't come in my room. So that's how they usually are. And they build up all this anticipation for the holiday. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, cool. It's, you know, it's just another day. Cause for me, like I'm a mom 365 days a year. And so that one day is special, but it's, Every day to me is special because I'm a mom every single day and I'm blessed with so many great moments. Like uh, we were at the park one day just recently and we're making a film, you know, my, and I told him I just need to record and make a like a 
chronicle of adventures with Christian because there's just always something with him. But we're we're watching and we're making a video because we came across some geese and some little ducklings. They were feeding off the, you know, the grass and stuff as we were walking by. And he, he likes to draw pictures. So I said, well, you know, let's take a, a short video and then we'll take some pictures if you want to draw them. He said, okay, cool. So then we walk around and we come back and we're on the other side. And first they were crossing, they were in the water and now they're on the other side. So I was taking a video of them resting and, you know, the little geese or whatever, they're underneath the mother and he thinks that they're different. And I'm like, no, that's the same family. That's the same exact crew that was over there. He's like, no, I thought they were a little taller. And so we're discussing it as I'm taking the video. And right in the middle of me talking to him about it, something just plops down on the top of my head out the tree or over above. And I scream. And this boy is cracking up laughing. You know, we, we just have a lot of fun. <laughs> during the day. And I'm like, that is not funny. You know, something fell on my head and he's just, he's laughing so hard. He can't control himself. And then, you know, he's like, it's funny because we got that on tape, you know, it's recorded. And then a few minutes later, he goes over and he goes to throw a huge rock in the water and he slides down on the ground and he falls. And I'm like, where is my camera? You know, when stuff like this is going on. So we are just having fun. And so I just decided I want to join in the fun this year. I said, I'm going to do something for myself. And I ordered myself a portable home sauna. Go to Amazon, look it up. If you're interested in anything like that, it is a good gift. I've tried it out. I did not want to wait till Mother's Day. Um, I had to try it like two times in order to really get the temperature right and see how it works. But it actually does really work like a sauna. I've been in them in the gym and also at a hotel. And so it really does steam and, you know, open up your pores and, and you're working up a really good sweat. So I'm excited about Mother's Day because I'm taking my pampering to another level. So in this, uh, this, uh, box was the remote for the sauna, but you have to put a lithium battery in it. And I knew that they carried them at, you know, at least our Dollar Tree. They carry them because we've had to get them for my son's remotes and also his, uh, his mini Simon game when he had it. So I went and I purchased a couple because his remotes take them and I got two different sizes and one didn't work for anything that we have. So I said, all right, I'm going to Go, when we found the size, I said, I'm going to go in. I'm going to buy some more because we now have three remotes that need these same size. And then I'm going to just exchange these because we can't use them. Now, I don't know why this particular Dollar Tree, they don't like to even do exchanges. I know you can't take anything back for a dollar, but they don't like to exchange. But I told the young lady who waited on me the day that I purchased them, I said, look, I bought you know, a couple packs of these batteries, but these don't work for anything. I just want to exchange them for the size that I need for the remote. And then I'm going to buy some more. So she's okay, no problem. She gave it to the other cashier and she walked away. I explained the situation to the young lady. I told her that I was just exchanging the one and that, um, I was exchanging the one, excuse me. I have some things 
coming through on my phone, even though it's on do not disturb. Um, so I said that, um, I'm going to exchange just this one that doesn't work and I'm going to buy these. And so she misunderstood and she rang them all up as an exchange. And then she gave me the receipt to sign. I signed the receipt. She put the batteries in the bag, passed them to me and started ringing up the other person. So I'm standing there like, okay, wait a minute. I know I'm, I was buying these. And so when the other, the other young lady came over, I explained, I said, okay, I think that we confused her with this. I told her again what I was doing. She said, okay, yeah, no problem. She said, yeah, she probably didn't understand. So she told her, she said, when, when you're finished with this, just go ahead and ring up two more packs. Now, it wasn't a big deal because it was only $2. And I know that's how a lot of people look at these types of situations, but I've always been an honest, integral person. I'm not going to walk away with $20, $50, $2, it doesn't matter because even if it is, as I was explaining to my son and have many times, even if it is on the other person, it is stealing if you do not correct it. And so he seen me do this a numerous times in various settings. So I stood there, you know, while she waited up, you know, rang up the other people. And then, um, you know, I got back in line and I said, now you just need to ring these two. And she said, okay. She said, I, I thought that you were bringing them all back. And I said, yes, it's not a problem. It was on you. And then the, other, I mean, it was, it was on me, not you, you know? So the other lady came by and she said, thank you so much for being honest. No problem. That's what we should do. And so when we got outside, this is where the lesson came in. My son said to me, he said, mom, you are such a nice lady. He said, you are so honest. He said, even when it comes to small things, he said, um, I remember when you gave that lady back to 50, I said, yeah, one lady gave me even more, you know, we're going back to the car we're just talking. I said, one lady gave me more than that. I, I don't remember how much change she was supposed to give me because this was about five, six years ago. We were in a grocery store. I gave the lady a hundred and she counted the change out and pretty much almost gave me almost a hundred dollars back. And I was like, lady, I said, count this. This is not, you, you gave me too much change. And she was like, what, what do you mean? You gave me a hundred. And then she looked, she said, oh my goodness. I said, exactly. You're a register what it came up short. This is one thing I try to explain to people. I'll talk about that in a minute because I did cashiering when I was 17 uh, working at Lionel Kitty City. That was my first job graduating high school. And so I learned a lot from that short experience. Um, but my husband happened to be there that day. And people in line were like, oh my goodness, you gave it. Mm, I don't know. And people were laughing like, I don't know if I could have did that. And I said, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not tempting sometimes. You might be in a situation where you know, you, you may need that money. You may really need that money, but the bottom line is, is not honest and it's not integral to keep something that does not belong to you. And my husband was laughing. He was like, yeah, this is honest. This is Miss Honest right here. He says, she won't keep a dollar. You know, people were laughing. They were like, oh, a dollar maybe, but that's a lot of extra change I could do. And somebody was in the line saying, shoot, I could have went and got me some extra to drink. And, you know, people were laughing, but the cashier, she was so appreciative. She said, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. She said, you could have just walked out of here. Yeah, I could have. 
But the bottom line, and this is how I think, I think forward. I may be getting away with this now, but it's going to show up somewhere later. And it's going to be in a way that I don't really want to pay the price. You understand? It's not worth it. When I was a cashier at 17, um, one of the first things that we had to learn how to do was balance out our till. That's what they called it. I don't know if it's that way in every store, but Kitty City called it a till. You had to go in the morning, count up, you know, they give you your, your drawer and you count it up. You look at what the manager had already put on when they counted out the drawer after you at night, because you know, this is money you're dealing with. So it, it has to go a few times to make sure it is the exact penny down to the exact penny. Okay. And so you would count that till out and then you initially that this is what's in there. You take that register, that drawer, it goes in your register and you ring on that register your entire shift. When you come off for breaks, it comes out. Somebody else's till goes in so that there's no mixing up, or at least that's how it's supposed to be done. And then you get back on your till at the end of your shift, be it five, six o'clock, eight o'clock. Sometimes I worked overtime. You know, during the day, other transactions are taking place. The managers are coming to take out certain money. When your drawer gets too high, especially this time, it was like the Christmas holiday. They have to come and, you know, take the hundreds and take all this out and they'll give a little slip and you initial it. They have to give you change. It's a lot that happens, you know, starting to sound like life. A lot of transactions take place. A lot of things are going on. And at the end of the day, when you go back to balance out or register your till, it is supposed to be back where you started in the morning. I know it sounds complicated, but it's really not. You do it enough. You get to understand how it works. I always try to tell people, if someone gives you change and it's too much, first of all, I shouldn't really have to tell anybody to give it back. That's just the honest, it's just the right thing to do. But if you walk away with that money, just say the whole day could go by. Say the person gave the person that gave me the extra 50. They're not aware of it. But at the end of the night, when they go to balance out their till, their drawer is going to come up $50 short. Now, how does that look? Nobody's going to sit there and say, well, you know what? I just must have gave it to somebody. No, they're looking at that person now like they stole that $50 from that till. It can result in serious consequences. It can, you know, that person can get fired. If it's enough money or depending on the company and their rules, that person can be brought up on charges. So it's, it's just not a good thing. But, okay, so we're having this discussion. And my son says to me, he said, do you remember when my dad accidentally gave me a 50 and, and thought he was giving me a five? And I started laughing. I said, yeah, I remember that day because my husband had a doctor's appointment and he wanted us to go, always wanting us to go everywhere. And um, we went to this doctor's appointment that morning and he, he had to go to work, but he was going in late. So uh, his job was like five minutes away, crossed away. And he was like, you know what? I still have time. First, he gave us, he was going to go to work. He gave me money and he was like, y'all go ahead and go get some breakfast or lunch or something. And then he went to give Christian 
uh, $5, but he handed him a 50 and he didn't even pay it any, you know, pay it any mind. So he's just talking to me and Christian looked down. He's like, uh, dad, he's like one second, son. He was explaining something to me. And then, um, my son said, do you know, you gave me a 50 and he looked, he said, no, son, I gave you five. He looked down. He said, oh my goodness. And I started laughing. I said, you better be glad that we're raising an honest kid. I said, because this boy could have took that 50 and put it down with in his bank with his other 50s. You know, Christian keep money. <laughs> Christian, We keep Christian with money. He has a bank that has 50s and 20s and ones. You know, he been, he's been keeping this bank for several years and he has wallets with, you know, money. And he has about six or seven change drawers that are filled up because my husband always breaks, you know, he keeps a lot of change and he keeps filling up his change drawers and things like that. Christian keeps money. So I'm like, that boy could have went home and slid that 50 in that bank and you be at work looking for that. He was like, man, that's, he said, that's real good, son. And he took, he said, give me the five back. And he gave him extra money. And then he said, I tell you what, he said, let's, let's just go out the bar. I'll just take y'all out to eat. And we went to IHOP that morning. So what my son said to me that really impacted me behind that, he said, it's because of you that I do stuff like that, mom. He said, I've always seen you be honest in these situations. He said, yeah, I could have took that money. He said, but why would I do that? He said, you taught me. And because you taught me that, he said, I would never do anything like that. And I said, wow, that is so good. And so the message that I'm really trying to get across, especially for us parents, you know, our children, I heard, I heard a saying, children may not always remember what you say, but they will remember what you do. Our children are watching us and it's be it good or be it bad. They are going to pick up things and it's going to transfer over into their personalities. I am so proud. I'm proud of my children, period. I, but I am, I am so proud at the way that my son is growing up and growing. And I always pray that prayer, you know, for him to be a man of integrity. You know, that's what you want. And I always talk to him about, regardless, you want your conscience to be clear. You do not want to be walking around, you know, with your head hanging. You don't want to, to have guilt and shame and things like that. I'm always teaching him and telling him about, why, you know, it's important to do this. Yes, we know it's Bible. We know it's scripture. It talks about lying. I, I brought this up in another podcast. I'm not going to go too deep because I don't want to be long. But, you know, when the Bible talks about lying, God really has a problem with lying. It is all through the Proverbs. And then at the end of the book in Revelation, and I don't know if people realize this or not, um, Revelation 21 and eight, it has a list of the types of people that will wind up in the lake of fire. And it talks about, you know, uh, idolaters, which is, you know, idol worship, worshiping anything, uh, above God, uh, I adulterers, whoremongers and all of that. It says God will judge. And it says, and all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire. 
God hates lying. Proverbs tells us that. It's all throughout the word. And I believe really because the Bible says Satan is the father of lies. God is not going to like or go along with anything characteristic or anything of the nature of his enemy, our enemy, the devil. The Bible says he's a liar. He was a murderer before uh, the beginning of time. And so God does not tolerate lying. And I, I would always tell my son and even tell my children, you know, once you start lying, you have to keep lying. And the web is going to grow and grow and grow and, 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 and you'll get sucked in so far that you won't even really remember. And you have to start trying to cover up and then things start falling apart. And once people lose trust for you, you're no longer deemed as an honest or integral person. And it doesn't matter if you've always done it and did it that one time. It is just not, as we used to say in Philly, it's not a good look. And so... I always try. I, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but these things I just don't do. I'm the person, <laughs> and my husband tell you, he cracks up. We go in the store, people knock stuff down. I'll be walking and talking and look, and I see stuff. I put stuff on the shelf. Sometimes I'll just ask my son to do it. Now he's like, you don't have to ask me. I'll just do it. I, I, you know, and I'm not getting paid for that kind of stuff, but, um, I was using a, a public restroom the other day and I don't really like to do that, but sometimes it's necessary. And it grieves me when I go in these places and I see how people don't take care of public facilities. It really, really grieves me because I'm like, why would you do that? You know, some of them are just beyond description. Some of them are kept up nice, but I'm a person, I go into any public place and I treat it like I would my own home. That's just how I am. I am an honest, integral person. And I always, always try to do the right thing and then accept that example for my son. And why I tell people, even in situations that have not been good, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to be candid about it, even my part in it. Because first of all, God knows. He sees it. He knows it. There is nothing that I can hide from him. That's the person that I want to be in numero uno good standing with because he knows it anyway. And so that's what I base this on. That level, that standard, he sees it. He knows it anyway. And guess what? The Bible says one day we're going to stand before him. I am going to stand before his throne. You are going to stand before his throne and we are going to give account. The Bible says we're going to give account for every idle word spoken from our mouths. And so we need to learn to be people of integrity. I'm telling you, it will go a long way. And then this is, I'm going to leave it at this. Um, this, this is another way that I, I look at it. This is another way. You know, I've had people, I've been in conversations with many people about this throughout the years. And some people would say, um, well, you know what? How do you know that that wasn't a blessing. That was God's way of blessing me. I'm in a situation. And I, I remember this one man, he was just so convinced that it could be a blessing. You know, I'm in a situation and I, I, I go and I give somebody, uh, the, um, 
the the money and they give it back. He said, that's not on me. That's their fault. They they shouldn't be hiring nobody that can't count. And I'm like, okay, maybe. But that's really not the point. The point is you realize, you recognize that this person is giving you back too much change. It does not belong to you. And I said, sir, God is not going to bless you uh, stealing. It's not stealing. They gave me, no, however you want to look at it. Let's, let's just agree to disagree. Yes, it's their fault. They gave you too much change, but it's on you if you walk out that door and do not return that money. It's stealing. It belongs to the company. It doesn't even belong to the person. It belongs to the company and it should be returned. And I look at that when it happens, when it happens to me, I look at that, even that little $2 incident, I drove away thinking that could be a test. It's it, it can be a test. God could be testing just to see if you're still there, if you're still at that place. Are you going to respond with honesty and integrity in the smallest manners? Because the Bible says um, to much is given, much is required. So there are people that have a lot of responsibilities. There are, you know, we, we know there are some people that are really, really out there dealing on levels that some of us can only dream of. But anyway, for some of us, we just get tested on our way to that next place. And I felt like it was a situation where God could be saying, all right, I'm blessing you. You're blessed. You're not struggling. You're not in a struggle anymore. You have what you need. And let's just see if a little incident like this will trick you up or if you will remain honest and integral in this, even though it's $2. I could have looked at that and said, okay, it's no big deal. The Dollar Tree has millions of dollars. Nobody's going to miss these little two batteries. So what if, it, you know, if her register comes up $2 short, it's not a big deal. I don't look at it like that. $2, it makes a world of difference to me because it did not belong to me. And I did not want that young lady coming up under any type of question about her till or register not balancing out at the end of her ship. For me, it's just that simple. I don't look at that as a blessing. What I look at as because I did the right thing, a blessing is going to come somewhere, maybe down the line because I did the right thing. And I hope you make the choice and the decision to do the right thing. Even if you haven't been up until this point, I pray that you would make that uh, a daily aim and a daily goal. And I'm going to shut this down. So you all be blessed. I have some things to do today and I pray that you enjoy this beautiful day. Talk to you again soon.